What up, this your boy Kenneth Stones, aka Kofi Weesons, one half of the Dirty Hills podcast, and you are watching the 11:30 podcast. Not 7:30, but he is 7:30. But you watching my guy Drake from the 11:30 podcast, man. Make sure y'all hit that like, share, subscribe button. And this is Dirty Hills approved. I'm from the city, DC. That's where I'm from. 11:30 podcast. Dre, your wheels is the new one. Let's get it, yeah. Who with me? Let's get it, yeah. No with me, yeah. I'm from the city, DC. That's where I'm from. Let's get it. Eleven thirty podcast. Dre on wheels. He is the one. He the one, nigga. Let's get it, baby. Yo, what it do, everybody? It's your man, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. This is episode 63 of the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. What's goody? How everybody doing out there? Yes, it is Friday, you guys. We made it back to the weekend. We made it back to time to talk some pro wrestling with your man, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels, man. We are here. What's going on with everybody? I hope everybody's day is going well out there. Good morning, good night, good afternoon to all my listeners all across the world. You dig? Wherever you're listening to me at, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Man, even if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, you see I don't have my shades this week. So we're going to uh, try something different or, you know, well, I'm looking for my other shades, but I couldn't find them. But hey, hey, man, it's Friday. It's the weekend, man. We're going to do it like that and keep it smooth, you guys, man. But yo, I appreciate everybody who's joining me this week here on Talk Pro Wrestling, man. It's going to be a fun episode, you guys. For real, really going to be a fun episode. Um, but before we get into the show and everything, you guys, I got a cool guest, you guys, lined up. He's returning back here to the 1130 Podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Yes, my guy, Gator Live. Yes, he was the co-host of the whole month of May, you guys, man. And yo, I'm bringing him back. He's here, man. We got a lot to talk about. It is, it's so much, man. For real, Gator's going to be joining me in just a bit, you guys, in just a bit. But uh, yo, man, like I said, appreciate everybody who's joining me. If you're watching on YouTube, you dig, man. And if you're new to the 1130 Podcast, YouTube channel, make sure you go subscribe to the 1130 Podcast YouTube channel so you can get all the great content. Like, leave a comment and share it. And also, you guys, don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. But you guys, man, like I said, man, got a cool show and it's Friday, man. And I got a great guest. You guys returning. My guy Gator Live. He's going to be joining me in just a bit. But you guys, man, a long week, man. Um, if you was joining me this past Wednesday on EB Radio over there, man, and I'm just chatting about, you know, my whole entire weekend and the road trip and everything, you guys, man. Um, man, it's been a long week. I'm excited to be back here with you guys, man, because, man, every Friday we're going to talk some wrestling, and we got a lot to talk about this week. Yes, man, it is a whole lot. From the fans is back. The fans are back, you guys. Man, the fans are back, you guys. <laughs> yes, man, I'm excited excited man they returned uh last friday for smackdown you guys we saw them this past sunday at money in the bank which we're gonna dive all into and uh recap you guys and also we seen them at monday night raw you guys as far as wwe goes the fans are back you know we seen them at impact i mean excuse me what also, Impact also was Slammiversary this past Saturday. What I meant to say was AEW. We've seen them for some quite a time. But you guys, man, yo, we're going to get into all of that, you guys, and more. But we're going to start it all with some huge news, you guys. 
yes, for everybody who know me, man, and been on the podcast or whatever, know I'm a huge The Rock fan. Yes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, huge rumor mill. Man, there's a lot of rumors going around, I guess, man, going on, man. But, you know, hey, we got to let it see it play out, you know. You got to see it. Wait and see it play out. But you guys, um, huge rumor mill that's going around. You guys, The Rock, yes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is indeed confirmed for this November Survivor Series. Yes, you guys, it is going to be the 25th anniversary of uh, The Rock, you guys, which he debuted at Survivor Series. Um you know, some time ago, I think it was what, 95? 95? I think it was, yeah, 95, 95 or 96. He debuted at Survivor Series. I'm a big rock fan. How do I don't know that? <laughs> but yeah, he debuted at Survivor Series, you guys, and as Rocky Maivia. And man, you know, uh, 25 years later, he's he's Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. He's DJ, he's Dewey, however you want to call him, you guys. But uh, yeah, The Rock goes down, man, as one of my favorite uh, wrestlers of all time. Um, where Survivor Series is going to take place, that is to be announced, you guys. Um, it may look like they may take place at the Barclays Center in New York. Um, don't know yet. Don't know yet. Speculation is still going around. Um, where uh, Survivor Series is going to take place at, you guys. But, um, yo, that's going to be huge news. It's going to, of course, be his 25th anniversary celebration of being um, so what a WWE superstar, I guess, you know, I mean, for the, uh, I guess, better after the first 10 years, maybe, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, hey, hey, man, I appreciate The Rock and everything he did, man. It's never gonna, probably going to be another bigger star than The Rock and pro wrestling, though. But, uh, yo, man, hopefully, you know, when he, you know, get there and that's going to be the start, the niche to the, hopefully the Roman Reigns thing, man. We got a uh, Cena, which we're going to get into all of that, man. Cena is back, you guys. He returned that, uh. Uh, money in the bank this past Sunday, man, oh man. So yeah, man, like I said, The Rock, you guys, is possibly confirmed, you guys, for this Survivor Series. He may not wrestle. He's just probably going to come up, pull a 25-minute promo like The Rock only can, because only The Rock can, you know, all that energy in the building, man. I know all my older listeners, you know, listening this week, man, they know. They remember back in them days, man, early, the early 2000s, late 90s, where The Rock just get up on the ring post, man, and the electricity, he just had the, he just had the whole crowd in the palm of his hands. Like, come on, man. Come on. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, you guys, man, other news, you guys, other news. Um, Daniel Bryan, yes, Bryan Danielson, you guys, his real name, um, better known as Daniel Bryan, you guys, in WWE. Um, rumor mill, you know, surrounding that Daniel Bryan has not resigned with WWE. WWE has took down all of Daniel Bryan's stuff. They like, bro, like, man, we taking it all down, man. Be taking it all down. And, you know, it's just, I guess they couldn't work out a deal. And I don't even think it was about the money, man. I I, I really don't. I think it's just about trying to make wrestling better, trying to, um, trying to make wrestling better and also, you know, revitalize your career. You know, there's a lot of, man, a lot of people, especially elder people. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say elder. I mean, older people, veterans, as I may say, uh, in the wrestling world, um, Jake the Snake Roberts is one, you know, uh, you know, how he resigned for uh, AEW. He didn't know he was going to resign for the amount of uh, length of time that he did. But hey, you know, the fact that AEW just 
brought this whole new life upon Jake the Snake because we all know, you know, seven, eight, you know, nine years ago, man, Jake the Snake, man, was really, you know, going through some things, man, really, really going through some things. And it's really awesome to see him back, you know, and doing his thing, man, in pro wrestling. But you guys, man, like I was saying, man, Daniel Bryan, man, yeah, it seemed like he may be out of there, man. Uh, he had his last match in WWE against Roman Reigns. Uh, on that SmackDown, on a SmackDown for the Universal Championship, Daniel Bryan, you know, which he would get his, you know, singles matchup, uh, just like Edge got his singles matchup against Roman at Money in the Bank. But, hey, man, we're going to see what the future holds, man. You're going to see what the future holds and see if it's bright for DB, man, wherever he may go, whether it's AEW, because I know all the uh, AEW marks out there, man, they are going off. they like, yo, for real, yo, Daniel Bryan going to AEW, for real? So, I mean, like, it's so many matchups, you know, possibilities, you know, matchups that he can really, you know, have, you know, Darby Island to be one, you know, with Sting, you know, sort of back, and he's wrestling, you know, you know, every now and then, sort of, you know, they've been, you know, real cautions with Sting. You know, we all saw what happened with Sting when he came to WWE. Having the matchup that he did with Triple H at WrestleMania 31 was cool, which was supposed to be The Undertaker. We all know that. We all want that's that's the matchup we wanted to see from Sting. But we got Triple H and Sting, you guys. But uh, yeah, man, like it, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something to see. You know, and then obviously, yeah, Sting came back and had the matchup at WrestleMania. Then he took on Seth Rollins and he got hurt and WWE would not let him wrestle. So, man, it's so many possibilities, man. I would love to see DB going up against some of them guys over in AEW, man. Yes, that's going to be interesting. Speaking of AEW, man, another rumor mill, man, another rumor mill. But it's just a rumor, man. It's just a rumor. It could be something to throw everybody off, and which would be perfect. Because I tell you, um, out of all the brands, man, um, not even including NXT, because I look at NXT a developmental territory, man, which is, and, and, and no shade towards NXT. NXT is hot. It's I love it. Each and every week, man, they got the best wrestling matches on the jump, man. I, I love it. I love it. But I still feel as though it should, you know, that that should be their, their stepping stone to a lot of guys who don't, you know, don't have their way or trying to find their way, you know, in, in the WWE, in which NXT, you know, we've seen over some years, you know, it, it is that way, but not necessarily, though. You know, we do we really want to talk about Karrion Cross now? You know, like, uh, he's NXT champion, made his huge debut, well, you know, debut, on Monday Night Raw this past Monday night in Dallas, Texas, they sold out, as, as anybody didn't notice, they sold out Friday night, Sunday night as well for Money in the Bank, you guys. Monday night, they didn't sell out. We all know that sort of, I guess, the least watched brand or one of a 10 brand, I guess, you know, because it was an event that's that's going to be in L, um, ATL in Atlanta that WWE canceled because of low ticket sales, you know, so. Yo, man, but yeah, like I was saying, man, Kieran Cross, you guys, made his debut on Monday Night Raw, you guys, and he lost. He lost to Jeff Hardy. Now, a couple of weeks ago, they were bringing Kieran Cross and Bronson Reed up to uh, WWE on the road, you know, to test them out, you know, see what they got or whatever. Obviously, they like the Kieran Cross. And, um, yo, and yeah, he was on Monday Night Raw, made his debut, you guys. And not only making his debut, um, he fought uh, Jeff Hardy, who returned 
to Monday Night Raw with his old famous theme song, um, No More Words. I'm, I hope I'm saying the theme song right, man. I love that theme song. I remember when Jeff Hardy became um, the WWE champion. I was talking to my guy Sam last week how he missed out, you know, um, you know, just coming back into wrestling because, you know, he slipped out of it for a while and he missed out when Jeff Hardy became champion. And I remember when he became champion that, well, two nights, you know, two nights after he came champion, they were in Baltimore, Maryland. They were in Baltimore, Maryland. And I was like, yo, man, I'm going to go. Obviously, you know, come on that Friday. But Jeff Hardy's celebration, man, that joint was lit. And that song, man, I love it. I love it. But yeah, man, he lost to Jeff Hardy, though. Everybody was just like, wow, man, they bury him, Kyrian Cross. They bury him, yo. They really bury him. Yo, man, I, I don't think they really are, though. I mean, like, uh, I mean, could he, could he, could he have uh, maybe won against someone? I, I really don't know. I mean, to Jeff Hardy, though, you seen the reaction that Jeff Hardy got when he came out, though. You know, maybe Kieran Cross was supposed to win. But, you know, the reaction that Jeff Hardy got and then the theme song he got, they wanted to hear that. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. It's a whole lot, man. I, I really don't even know. But, hey, it's cool. You know, we need some more um, fresh new talent on Monday Night Raw. Hey, you guys, man. I know I said my guy Gator Live is going to be joining me here this week on the podcast. Yes, he will be, man. He is handling something, and he's going to be joining me here in any bit, you guys. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it, keep it under lock. I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep the Uso Penitentiary locked down here this Friday uh, on Talk Pro Wrestling. So you guys, whenever my man Gator Live get here, you guys, man, yo. We gonna we gonna we gonna chop it up with them, you guys. But we gonna keep the ball rolling, man. Um, we gonna keep the ball rolling. Uh, CM Punk, you guys. Um, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned. Yeah, CM Punk. Uh, it's also a rumor. It's supposed to be coming to AEW. We don't know. Like I said, it may be a swerve, you know. So we, I, I don't know. We're gonna see how this one go, man. We're really gonna see how this one go. I really would like to see him come to Monday Night Raw, which I like I said, Mark Raw needs some new talent. Um, but yeah, CM Punk and AEW, man, I think would have put a lot of eyes. A lot of people say, man, they really don't care. I don't really don't care if CM Punk comes back. Like, I mean, like, I, I what, 2014 when he left, um, maybe he returned somewhere in there, but man, it's been a whole seven, about seven years now since he's been gone. Some fans don't care anymore. You know, really don't. But I think they're just saying that just because they haven't seen him in a while. And also, he probably was one of those guys that had a whole lot of hype surrounding him. Besides the whole huge pipe bomb promo that he pulled in Las Vegas on Monday Night Raw and all the other stuff about, you know, beating John Cena, blowing the kiss to Vince McMahon at Money in the Bank and going straight home and putting the title in the refrigerator. I mean, like, what else has he done? You know, like I feel as though, see, man, uh, I don't really want to get into more of that. We actually, we're going to get into that a little later on when my man Gator gets here, man. For real, you guys, I'm holding the fork down as I do here on the podcast each and every week, you guys. Um, but yeah, man, uh, of course, Gator got to handle something. He was going to join me this week. He is going to join me this week, you guys. Whatever, my man Gator, you know, get a chance, man, to roll on up in here, man. For real, via Zoom. You know how we get down. <laughs> but uh, like I said, uh, we're going to keep it moving on, you guys. Um, Yeah, I want to hear you guys' thoughts, man. Leave a uh, review at the bottom, you guys, on Apple Podcasts. Actually, you guys, 
leave a review. Yes, please leave that review, you guys. And leave a comment at the bottom. Tell me what you think, man. Is CM Punk going to come back? How Daniel Bryan going to do? We gonna be, You know what? We about to get my man Gator um, opinions and everything on that right now, you guys. My man Gator is coming in to the room. He, yes. Mm -hmm. He's coming in, you guys, in just a second. In just a second, you guys. Yes. I'm not editing this out, too. <laughs> For real, I'm not. I'm not editing this out. My man Gator Live. Is he in the building? Waiting for him to get his audio just right. But you guys, man, like I said, leave a comment down below, you guys. Tell me what you think, man. Is DB going, how DB going to do in AEW? Uh, is CM Punk, you know, returning? Is anybody really, you know, concerned about it? Let me know. Let me know down below at the bottom, you guys. But like I was saying, you guys, I do, of course, have an awesome guest lined up, you guys, uh, this week on the podcast, as I've been saying, uh, maybe for the last couple of moments, though. But my man Gator Live is here. He's joining me. He was the co-host of the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling of the whole um, month of May, you guys. But he's back here. He's my guy, man. I love him, man. Yo, Gator Live, man. How's it going? Man, it's going good, man. I'm just dealing with technical issues, dealing with all kind of other issues at work, trying to get it together, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I'm yeah. finally here. I'm finally back in the building, my man. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's cool, man. I appreciate it. How your day? How your day going? Oh, man, it's been a busy one, man. It's been busy, but it's been productive. So as long as it's been productive, I'm good, yeah. you know? Yeah, you're right about that. As long as it's productive, man, you're doing something, hey, everything, everything's fine, you know? Keep it ball rolling, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, man, oh, yeah. I was I was getting I was kicking it off, man. Um, while you was just uh getting settled and getting settled in and stuff like that. I was talking about how uh huge news surrounding um uh, uh Daniel Bryan um no longer uh resigning and before uh, the WWE and you know, rumor mill about him and also CM Punk maybe joining All Elite Wrestling. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Have you heard about that? Yeah, I've been kind of, you know, kind of paying attention to what's going on there. Um, to be completely honest, I think that's not necessarily a bad move for Brian. I mean, if he wants to go out and wrestle, um, and he wants to be, you know, just get some creative freedom going, um, AEW would give him something that the WWE wouldn't give him. And that's because the WWE right now has kind of, past their Daniel Bryan stage and they're kind of moving on to quote unquote bigger and better things. I mean, we're looking at um, the news came out earlier that they're, they're, they're definitely teasing a Roman Reigns versus Rock WrestleMania match. Um, there's a lot of, you know, big things in store for a number of superstars, Big E, for example, on the roster. So, you know, when you look at somebody, you know, like a Daniel Bryan who would be nothing but kind of work hand right now, I could see him wanting to kind of do something, try something different, you know, get out there and wrestle. Um, the CM Punk scenario, I'm kind of over it at this point, you know. Um, and, I, and I think it's because, you know, we, we haven't really seen him in the ring for a, a long time. Um, to be completely honest, I don't know what going to AEW would benefit him. Um, I, I see this pattern going on with AEW and it is, it's becoming a little bit concerning where they're starting to look a lot like old WCW mm -hmm. um, and TN, uh, TNA before they really kind of went on their steep decline 
where they start picking up these names from other places instead of really focusing on building their own stars. Now, don't get me wrong. They're doing a good job with building some of these guys, but you've got a, you know, a Malachi Black that's coming in right now. And you've got, you know, if you bring in a Daniel Bryan, Malachi Black, he's got a, a bigger ceiling, but Daniel Bryan, his, his time is kind of passed at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, CM Punk, to be honest, his time is kind of passed right now, man. Um, yeah. You know, and then you're going to, you, what are you going to do when you bring in Braun Strowman? You know, you're, 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 you're stacking your roster with all of these names and talent and these contracts. And, you know, there's going to be many weeks where you're not going to be doing anything with any of them. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You yeah. know, if, if, if Punk would be contributing to their creative direction, maybe. I can see that being a good fit. But right now, it doesn't even make sense. He would do better on a WWE return and just for the nostalgia pop. Yeah. So I don't know, man. You're right about that. You're right about that. Yeah, that's that's what I heard earlier. Uh man, who really cares, man? Like, I mean, yeah. as far as with the CM Punk thing, man. I mean, he's been gone since 2014. It's been seven, what, seven and a half years or so. Like, I mean, like, who really cares? Like, I mean, right. that's all fans maybe, you know, chat about or talk about. And, you know, the most return guy that they would like to see, like, who cares? And then you got Daniel Bryan, you know, like you know, is the yes movement is the yes movement really dead? Is it over with? Uh, I think so. I mean, you know, it is it, is getting to that point to where it's kind of the nostalgia pop mm-hmm. that you go get for the yes thing. Um, people are gonna be chanting yes, 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 the same way they chant what if Stone Cold when he comes out. <laughs> you know, and that doesn't necessarily mean that Stone Cold should be vying for the WWE title right now. Yeah, it's the same thing that WWE is kind of dealing with with Goldberg, which, to be honest, Goldberg is the perfect transitional champion, and I think that's what they're doing with him in this scenario. But okay. um, but yeah, I mean, you get, I mean, their time's gone. It's just a nostalgia pop, and I think that's what's gonna happen with Brian. I don't see him doing anything that's new and creative and fresh in AEW, and I think that's. To the you know, I, that's that's kind of what I was the same scenario with Punk. I don't see them adding any value as far as like building new stars unless they're just coming in to put over new guys. Which, to be honest, why you know, <laughs> why would you come in and just I mean, yeah, you love the business, but why, why just come in and put over people, yeah. you know. Uh, without any like new fresh creative direction, you're just an old guy who's getting beat. Yeah, you're right about that, man. You're right about that. You made a great point about like this is whole reminding everybody about WCW. You know, yeah. they just signing all the big names and stuff like that, and just worrying about just trying to outdo uh, the WWE. Basically, you know, just bring back all the familiar names. Oh, yeah, I remember him at WWE. I remember him. So you were wise, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, I think it's too much, though. I, th- I definitely think if anything, if CM Punk, you know, come back or whatever, it may be a swerve. I was just saying, I would love to see him pop up on Raw, which I think Raw needs talent more than anybody. I mean, we seen Finn, yeah. Bal- Finn Balor return. He's on SmackDown. I just seen somebody just post, like, you know, the, the Ross, the men roster of SmackDown. And just, it's just talent, you know, nothing but talent Man. over here. And what Raw got is just... They struggling though. They really struggling, man. They um, really are, man. Don't be surprised if you see Punk show up on Raw though. Don't don't be surprised because I, I really have that feeling that 
especially with the news of Daniel Bryan kind of integrating over and going that way, I, I really believe that they're going to pull out all the stops to make sure that Punk doesn't go mm-hmm. to AEW. Yeah, I think so. If, if, if they're going to lose Daniel Bryan, they, they can't lose two two of them, though. And right. I think if they're going to lose one, I guess DB will be the one. He seems like he's unhappy, you know, and just he seems like he want to do, you know, better or, you know, do something right. different, though. Uh, right. Yeah. That's that. That's that. You also mentioned just a m- few moments ago, Goldberg. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, a nostalgia, you know, guy who's you know a veteran in the business, returning back, returned this past Monday night on Raw, which was speculations before he was was t- turning that he was going to return against Goldberg. Obviously, excuse me, against Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Obviously, they couldn't get Brock Lesnar, so they got Goldberg. So right. uh, you mentioned he's going to be a transitional champion. Um. That's that. That'll be interesting to see who who would he. Okay, if, if Bobby was to lose the championship to uh, Goldberg, who would beat Goldberg? Because in in my eyes, this is Bobby's Lashley's biggest opponent ever, in yeah. my opinion. You know, like since yeah. being WWE champion at that, and I think he needs that. I think uh, even Drew McIntyre, I think he had it. You know, with a couple other guys. I mean, Brock Lesnar. He beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So I mean, like, how, how does that go? I think they're going to do it um, where, because it the, the story is basically writing itself with Big E cashing in on Bobby Lashley. Um, I can see this being a scenario where either Goldberg takes that title off of Lashley, Lashley wins it back at that next pay-per-view, but Goldberg spears him and then all of a sudden here comes Big E. Or, um, you know, Bobby does beat Goldberg, but takes a spear, eats a spear, and here comes Big E. Um, they may just go ahead and play this program out into like the Royal Rumble, which I think would probably be the better way to do it. If they do that, I can see them feuding um, Goldberg and Lashley. You know, maybe you know Goldberg takes the belt, and you know they kind of run in a program with Lashley chasing for maybe a couple of months, and then him getting that belt back at Survivor Series. Um, man. I, I I don't see a world where they're not putting that belt on Big E, yeah. Before WrestleMania next year. <laughs> okay, that's 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 very interesting. You know, I was kind of like seeing it in a little similar, but another different way. I was, you know, maybe thinking Big E doesn't cash in uh, on Goldberg or you know cash in on Bobby. You know, he cashes mm. in on Roman Reigns. You know, he said it numerous mm. of times how on Talking Smack how he's going to beat. Uh, Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And like I said uh, earlier, I was talking about how The Rock, um, rumor has confirmed he's going to be at Survivor Series for the 25th anniversary of his WWE debut. So obviously they're going to start milking that right there uh, this coming November. Uh, But, you know, if they're going to go ahead and milk that towards a matchup for Roman and The Rock at WrestleMania, the biggest surprise will have Big E to cash in on Roman Reigns after he beat The Rock. Yeah. Like, I think that would no one will ever see that coming. You know, yeah. I mean, I think many people are speculating, oh man, you know, if Kofi Kingston beat Bobby, is is Big E gonna cash in on Kofi? Or, you know, now that you know it's like so much going on. So, you know, I, I would say let's let's hold tight for Big E right now. But let's yeah. Bobby Lashley needs to dominate Goldberg just the way he did as Kofi Kingston and Keith Lee this past Monday night on Raw. Right, right, right. You just made a point, though. I think that actually is really good. That may be what the plan is for WrestleMania because, 
you know, I could see them maybe running, you know, Rock versus uh, Roman. Roman beating Rock, but Rock, you know, doing something at the end of the match. And then all of a sudden, here comes Big E, and you send everybody home happy mm-hmm. with the Rock holding up Big E's hand in the middle mm-hmm. of the ring. So yeah. I can see that. I yeah. can definitely see it. Yeah, that, 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 I think that'll be, you know, something really great. Just, you know, just hold yeah. on. And the only cash in we had in at WrestleMania was Seth Rollins. So, I mean, like, you know, hey, I think that this this that'll be great, though, in, in my opinion, though. Um, oh, yeah. I mentioned Keith Lee. You know, of course, everybody was just distraught about Keith Lee coming back to Monday night on Raw and, you know, losing to that, you know, fashion that he did. Um, like I said, with uh, Goldberg and... Bobby going one-on-one at SummerSlam. I think Bobby should just, just like he did uh, Kofi Kingston and just like he did Keith Lee, he should destroy him. And everybody don't want to see Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Nobody really wants to see that, though. But I think he should literally, you know, pick him up, slam him, do you know, whatever he got to do. But, you know, do it in a quick fashion and just walk on about it, you know. So we ain't got to waste no more time with that one, though. But uh, I mentioned Keith Lee, though. How you feel about Keith Lee returning back? It's good to see him back. Um, I is it just me? Or do I hate? I mean, does everybody hate bald face Keith Lee? Like I don't know if he could really grow the, the beard, but even that little piece of beard that he had, I think it made him look a little bit better, man. <laughs> a little bit tougher. You know, he just looks way too baby face right now, man. Um, I I really wonder if they're not in the process of possibly repackaging him because I don't see throwing him out there to Bobby Lashley as father in his first match back out unless you've got plans for him to either job for the rest of, of time or if you've got plans to change his gimmick up a little bit. And maybe that was the catalyst to him changing his gimmick up, you know, because um, he needs it. He needs it. I mean, I never thought I would say that Keith Lee is not appealing. But right now, when you look at Raw, I don't see Keith Lee being, even with him being who he is, being somebody who's going to bring people into the uh, arena right now. There has to be something else that could be done with him to, to kind of bring back that appeal that he had while he was in NXT. Right about that. So right about that, you guys, man. Want to see more from Keith Lee. Really do. Really do. Yeah. Um, but you guys, man, we're going to move on here on Talk Pro Wrestling. Yo, man, Gator, man, the fans are back. What was your thoughts when you first saw uh, the fans back at that SmackDown? I think it was, yeah, SmackDown last week, man. Man, I think it's, you can tell the the energy is different, mm. you know, with the with the performers, too. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell the wrestlers are feeding off of that, man. And I think they're they're more excited than the fans are to be back in there. Yeah. Um, you know, you could you could tell just just looking at um what was the match that I saw where I was like, oh I, you could tell with Nikki Ash, <laughs> you know, you could tell um with uh heck, even uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, you can you can you can see that that energy is different, man, and and I'm excited about it. I'm I'm excited to go to um, a live event. I'm hoping to go to one soon. Um, you know, even if I got to make a little bit of a drive just to kind of check it out again and see what it's about. I haven't been to a, um, a live match in over maybe around three years now, so man, I'd love to get back in there too. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I think I'm going to get my tickets to uh, a show. They're going to be coming here in D.C. Uh, September 11th. Supposed to be oh, a wow. super show. So, yeah, that's that's going to be, you know, pretty cool. Pretty cool. My first event back in about, what, a year and a half. So, yeah, man, I'm really excited, man. That Friday Night Smackdown, you can tell everyone was excited. I know one person that seems like he just thrilled, just overthrilled when the fans are just uh, back, and that's Kevin Owens. Like, you know, Smackdown, yeah. Money yeah. in the Bank, even WrestleMania, he just, that same reaction when he came out there, he just like, yo, like this, <laughs> like he just, he just went balls to the walls, like jumped exactly. on top of the ladder. It just everything. makes him want to kill himself more. It's just. <laughs> yeah, he, he do. Like, and then they say, you know, it, it hurts worse when you don't have um, any fans there, you know, to cheer you right. on. So, you know, you got 20,000 fans there. Hell, jumping off a ladder ain't nothing, I guess. But, uh, yeah, exactly, man. That adrenaline, man. You get that adrenaline in you, and you you ready to go. It don't, like you say, it don't hurt as bad. You know, it's when you go and falling down, and you hear crickets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. I'm excited, really excited to see them back. Um, well, we had Money in the Bank this past Sunday, which was something, man. It was a very, very interesting Money in the Bank. We saw Nikki Ash, like you just mentioned, Nikki Ash become uh, Miss Money in the Bank. Did you see her winning Miss Money in the Bank? You know, I did not call her winning Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who was gonna win, but didn't call her. You know, and um, I think that was, it was an awesome moment to see her take it. And I, immediately when I saw it, I started having those oldest vibes. Like, please don't do this like you did, Otis. Please don't have this a scenario where she just is kind of a placeholder for this Money in the Bank briefcase and y'all don't really do anything with it because y'all don't know who to put it on. But um, as we see, it was more than that, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, it was. It was great. Did you see her cash in the end, though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, yeah. I wish I could have been sitting right next to you because I didn't. The whole time, I'm like, okay, Becky Lynch is coming out. That's all I kept saying. Becky Lynch was coming out. They put it off to the main event. So I was like, okay. I didn't even think about her. I did. Yeah. Didn't think no, about I, her. So my, my question is, I mean, we got to know that Becky's, you know, return is, is literally right around the corner. It has to be. Mm -hmm. You know, do you think they're going to try to save that for SummerSlam? I think they are. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think they are. I mean, because it's... it's it's, it's interesting because if they save her return for SummerSlam, she can only come back against Bianca, which I don't see that happening, or Charlotte. Nikki Ash winning the title, unfortunately, is the perfect opportunity for them to have Charlotte take it off of her in a triple threat with her and Rhea Ripley, and then have Becky come out and challenge. At SummerSlam. Okay. That's Probably what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be an interesting way, man, because I was just like, yo, Becky Lynch is coming out. And then once, you know, I, I saw, you know, her Nikki Ash come out and then she did it. I was like, oh, wow. Like, really? Like, oh, wow. <laughs> that was shocking, man. That was really shocking. I didn't really see her winning money in the bank, man. I had really hopes, high hopes for um, Naomi. I said it last week on the podcast. That was kind of like one of my dark horses of winning it. 
uh, even with over, you know, I, I kind of like also not not just because of sympathy, because she's my dog. I love her, and she just don't get a lot of opportunities, which yeah. a lot of women deserve of them also. But um, the story uh, surrounding that the fans, you know, bullied her off of Twitter and everything, and right, uh, you know, accusing her of the whole Jimmy Uso DUI and all that crap, man, was just it was horrible. But uh, yeah, I had her yeah. as a dark horse and sort of had Zelina. But uh, yeah, neither one of them came through, so it was Nikki Ash. Yeah, I was I was questioning the whole Zelina thing. I didn't think that she was gonna it was gonna be her, and I kind of figured it wouldn't be Naomi. I, I knew it was gonna have to be. Well, I thought actually I called it as being a, a heel winning it, but I was wrong, and I was hope uh, thankfully wrong in that scenario. Um, but that but that's because I thought that Rhea was gonna take out Charlotte and. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen, man. That didn't happen. But hey, we got Nikki Ash, and now she's the new Raw Women's Champion. Um, another Money in the Bank that took place. We were speaking on that just moments ago by Big E, um, doing some cashing in because he won Money in the Bank this past Sunday at Money in the Bank, <laughs> uh, which was an awesome matchup, man. I digged it. I really digged it. Uh, proud for Big E, man. Um, what's next for him? You know, like yeah, we we, we were kind of like speculating, speculating. You know, who he's gonna cash in. You know, who win or what. But um, did you did you have him as a as a choice? Yeah, yeah. I kind of. Now that's the one I actually did kind of pick to 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 take the the money in the bank. Um, the I guess like you said, the question is, what do you do with him right now? Because you you almost don't want him to cash in. On somebody, you almost want it to be a, a match that you can build to. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, who do you pit them against? Let's be honest. Aside from Lashley, I I don't know personally if Big E is a good fit for Roman. I I don't know why I I feel like that, but I I don't know. I just I just feel like. But then again, who is a good fit for Roman right now? Because he's killing it. And you don't have any hosses to put in there to that can really go with Roman right now. So yeah. I guess Big E would, pre, would be your only option, to be honest. Um, yeah. You know, unless you decide to, you know, hype up somebody from NXT and bring up, but the only guy you have there is Kerry Cross. And I guess we see what they'll do with Kerry Cross when he <laughs> comes to the roster. So yeah. yeah no, <laughs> It, that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I was just thinking of, I seen a picture maybe a couple of days ago. Um, how's it going? And, you know, how, how it was or how it started and how's it going now? Um, which would be a sort of cool rivalry, I guess. You know, I mean, the roles will reverse now. Um, put up against Dolph mm-hmm. Ziggler. You know, we all remember mm-hmm. what happened, you know, I think it was maybe, yeah, eight years ago when uh, Dolph yeah. was money in the bank and Big E was as heavy. You know, put him in a nice right. And, you know, see where it goes for you know, like something like that. Like, um, I love how you know, even though Raw, you know, wasn't all that great this past week, it was what it was. But I love the simple fact they didn't come out of this uh pay per view for Money in the Bank and start talking immediately about SummerSlam. I always right. think it should be at least a week or two within a pay per view. You know that you just have that show just to be dedicated around you know the wrestlers and building stories up. So uh. Yeah, I see where it goes, man. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, down with, you know, see where it goes and stuff. But uh, my, my pick was Kevin Owens, though. 
I was I was mm. thinking that Holmes was gonna win that though. Uh because all the stuff that he'd been through over the last year or so, but I think I thought Biggie was a, a favorable choice and he was like, Yeah, who else was yeah. gonna win that one though? <laughs> right, 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 right. And and I mean Kevin Owens, I think, would have been a good choice too. I mean, you know, my my only issue with Kevin Owens is I don't want them to play Owens like uh, Dollar Store Steve Austin. Hmm. And for a minute, that's what they was trying. That, that's what they were trying to do. Like you know, I remember Owens in NXT. I remember when he first came up to the main roster, and he wasn't. He was a little bit of an anti-hero, but that was because he was an asshole and he liked to fight. Mm-hmm. And people gravitated him, you know, to him because of that. I don't like the good guy. I do the Stone Cold Stutter. Look at me, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I like the prize fighter, Kevin Owens. That guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I can't see him going again with Roman, even though the matches were good. I, I, I would get tired of the the, the storyline. I think. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're right. You are totally right about that, man. Um, another matchup. We saw Money in the Bank, like we was just talking about also. Uh, Kofi Kingston taking on Bobby Lashley. Was you surprised how quick Bobby Lashley beat Kofi? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. Because cool. it's something about um, the way that they book Kofi. He's never in – he's either – an underdog who has like this long match where you can't put him away or he gets squashed. Mm-hmm. It's either one or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, I never, t- I didn't take Kofi seriously when it was going to be him versus Lashley. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why I just didn't take him seriously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. I think that that was expected. The the, the 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 squash was expected at least. <laughs> okay. okay, I mean, I, I me personally, I was just like, okay, yeah, he, he's really like you know whipping his ass right now. Like, yeah, I, I thought yeah. Kofi really didn't get too much in, you know, with it. I was like, okay, but um, you know, like I said, after he after Bobby losing to Xavier Woods and then almost sort of you know beating up MVP was just like, yo, I'm just tired of, it. I'm tired of the. The ladies, I'm tired of the party, and I'm tired of everything. I just, I'm ready to go back to 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 being Bobby. Right now, I I remember saying on this show uh, about a month or so ago that that was one of the things I hated about Bobby's gimmick is him bringing in the ladies and doing all that kind of stuff. I needed him to go back to ass kicking Bobby Lashley, and we saw that on the pay-per-view and on Raw, where he, you know, no more land, MVP said it as much, no more women, no more, you know, it's all about the prize, it's all about the fight, it's all about, you know, it's focus. And I, and I like that. I like that Bobby better than whatever hybrid champ, Ric Flairish type of whatever that they were trying to do. No, don't do that. That's not Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that's not. That's not. So I'm I'm excited, man. Like I said, I hope he squash Goldberg and just put him away. You know, we can I, from that. <laughs> I hope he does. Uh, another matchup at Money in the Bank that was, uh, was pretty cool, though. I'm kind of like seeing where it plays out and where it goes. The tag team titles for the Raw, Raw tag team titles, AJ and Omos taking on the Viking Raiders. How do you feel about Omos? So 
I see what they're doing with Omos. And, I mean, I like it. They've got him with, with AJ. He's learning. AJ's helping to kind of groom him with certain things. Um, you know, and they're giving him the spotlight because he is a spectacle, man. When you see this dude, you're like, my God, he's a humongous man, and he can kick ass. You know, he's, 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 he's like a fucking uh, Predator movie when he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When he because he don't run after you, he just walks slowly. <laughs> you know, like oh no, I gotta run. So I, I like what they're doing with with almost um, the uh, the only thing I'm concerned with is that knowing WWE, it's only a matter of time before they pull the trigger on the turn, almost turning on AJ or AJ turning on almost. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I would rather them have an amicable split, kind of like the Shawn Michaels Diesel thing initially, uh, than have it be, oh, I'm turning on him and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Make it be something amicable. Um, but then again, when you do that, where do you put Almas? Almas is not the greatest wrestler. He's not. So, like, who do you pair him with after you break him up from AJ? I say keep them together for at least another year. Let them you know, keep those titles and all that kind of stuff and, and go from there. Okay. That's cool. That's that's really cool. Maybe, you know, like I, I, I was saying, um, maybe almost needs to be solo, but the fact that he's with AJ, which is AJ is one of the best wrestlers of this generation, says a whole yeah. lot that they stuck on with AJ. Um, I remember a couple of years ago when they had the combine, you know, training at the performance center at the PC, and he was the one who stood out. I was like, this guy is humongous. Like, mm. wow, like he's going to be something. And now, you know, seeing him on TV, he's raw tag team champs with AJ and stuff like that. But I just think he just need a little bit more work and maybe his face expressions because it seems like he tries to hold back sometimes. Um, yeah. Try not to laugh, you know? Right. <laughs> you gotta like see it though. But you know, he's big, like, come on, man. You, you don't need to be laughing. You just need to be destroying everything. Though. But, right. You know what he kind of reminds me of a little bit, man? And I, I don't know if you're going to catch the correlation to it, but he kind of reminds me a little bit of Mark Henry. When Mark Henry first came in, where he's real green, he you know is a na- almost is a natural baby face. He's got that mean, menacing look. But if you see him when he starts joking and he starts doing that stuff with AJ and he starts talking, because they actually give him a mic, and I think they've got enough confidence in him now to kind of talk a little bit. He comes across to me as uh, almost a baby face, you know, um, kind of with Mark, and I think. You're gonna to have to really take him to a a savage level. Once you do that, I think he'll be great. He'll be he'll actually be great. I'll, his wrestling's not there yet, though. Hmm. Okay. His wrestling's not quite there yet. Yeah, I agree. I, I really, really agree, though. Um, next Monday on Raw, they were going to be having a rematch for the Raw Tag Team Titles. I'm looking forward to hopefully the Viking Raiders. Maybe you know I like the tag team division. Need some you know a whole lot of work on in WWE smackdown so we'll we, we see where that one goes we'll see where that one goes um don't be surprised if they pull up um um one of the teams from nxt right now um because if you look at the, the, the roster as far as their tag teams mm-hmm. it's the shot yeah you know um if you pull up the elder el fantasma you pull them up that'd be interesting um but 
then again, who do you have to pull up? The NXT tag team division used to be pretty stacked, but now, aside from MSK, who do you have? And you're not about to pull MSK up to the main roster right now. No, <laughs> you're not about to do that, though. I don't know. I don't know where it goes. We're going to see where it goes, man. Um, I'm trying to think of another match besides the huge big matchup that ended the show at Money in the Bank. I'm, I'm seeming like I'm forgetting one too. Um, but if I am, you guys, leave a comment. Let me know. Uh, yeah. The main event, uh, of course, Roman Reigns taking on Edge for the Universal Championship. Uh, what you think about that one? So, Edge, Seth Rollins is a great feud. <laughs> I almost feel like the whole purpose of the Edge Roman Reigns match was to get to Edge versus Seth Rollins, mm -hmm. and and you know you hate seeing that in a championship match because you, you would think it would be the opposite direction that you would go in. Um, I think this is a good way to kind of you know get Edge out of the championship picture, um, and they're they're gonna. Watch what I said. They're going to start abandoning all this talk about, I want to be a champion one more time. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to abandon that, and it'll be him versus Seth uh, for a while. I think their, their feud's probably going to go for a minute. Um, but, man, you got you got Roman being Roman. He's literally top of the pile right now. And did you – he's getting cheers mm. now. He is because, like, I heard on SmackDown. I mean, like, SmackDown, he got some, but majority of them was boos, though. Yeah. And I, and I was yeah. surprised that they really, you know, booed him, booed him, though. And I guess they, you know, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's going to, just his gimmick makes it a desirable thing. Like, you're going to see a lot of head of the table merchandise, <laughs> you know, flying. <laughs> You just spoke of Roman Reigns getting cheered. I just thought of something real quick. I don't know if you saw the video that uh, went around on social media where the mom was with her son and she was uh, saying, I love you, Roman. And her son looked back at, at his mom like, really? Like, how you, like, really, though? Like, really? He's really being an edge. He's a bad guy. You love him? Like, come on, mom. You know how I feel about that. Like, it was so hilarious, though. Oh, yeah. But well, I love stuff like that, man. That That is, that's bringing back that kayfabe, bro. I love it. You know, just, just bringing back the, I love it when kids can get engrossed in wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, and not, oh, it's fake and we know what's going to happen. And, you know, mm -hmm. if you know, we do it here, you know, um, it's a different level of fandom when you are not concerned with who's going over. You're more concerned about cheering for your favorite guy, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. And uh, what a matchup it was. Uh, Roman, of course, took the W. With Seth Rollins, of course, like you said, came out, did all the distractions and stuff. I'm more, I was more excited for uh, Seth and Edge than I really was for yeah. Roman and, yeah. and uh, Edge. But, uh, hey, what a way to get to it. And of course, at the end of the pay per view, um, I saw something coming. Didn't really see Man Cena coming out right there though. But uh, Cena's back, man. I'm pretty sure everybody jumped out their seat, jumped off their bed, and everybody, man, like ain't seen Cena in a while. Man, it was it was it was awesome. It was mm -hmm. awesome because um, well, first of all, when Roman comes out and he's about to talk, I'm like, uh, something's about to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and I was halfway expecting it maybe to be Brock or The Rock or, you know, mm -hmm. 
I haven't heard Cena get a pop like that in years and yeah. years. Yeah. And even, you know, I always talk about the guys across seas, the, the, the European podcast people and, you know, the, 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 the YouTubers. Yeah. I always talk about them, you know, and they, you know, they were doing their reactions or whatever. And even they were like marking out. They like, oh my god, it's yeah! <laughs> you know, they're, just, they're like so excited, yeah! So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's how you know it, it, it was a good return, man. And I like it. I like Cena being back uh, for SummerSlam. Um, it does ask the question though: How long is Cena gonna be here? Um, I'm yeah. thinking he's probably gonna do maybe up until. Survivor Series? Yeah, he, he may do. He may do. I know WWE put out a little Summer of Cena schedule where, you know, he's going to be here and there and stuff like that. I said this on the main podcast, and I want to ask you, and which I think is really interesting because someone brought it up. Do you think WWE, do you think the Hollywood respects um, any other professional wrestler trying to come in Hollywood, trying to make it as well as they do The Rock? Um, because why you why you why you think on that? Because you know the Rock always comes out; he always stars in his movies. John Cena, you know, always sort of co-stars or you know have some. Yeah, Cena's Cena's getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, to where you know they're bringing him in. Like for example, they brought him in this Fast Nine movie. Um, he's got a couple of other big movies that he's gonna be in coming up soon. He just got cast in some movie with Samuel L. Jackson and um. Uh, another it's a whole ensemble cl- uh, cast. Um, he's one of the ensemble, which is you know pretty cool. Batista is the one that I look at, and I'm like, he may be that that next guy, and only because Batista's actually working on his acting. Mm-hmm. And if you look at him, I don't know if you watched um, the the last one, the um, the zombie movie that they just did. Yeah, I didn't finish watching um, that. I watched some of it. Batista actually is becoming a, a pretty solid actor. Um, and I think him being the big guy, but being able to be, you know, sensitive, sentimental, he's going to be that guy, that role. I don't think he's doing Drax uh, after the next one. Um, he could be the next guy. Um, I think the the Hollywood will take him seriously. I don't think they're going to take Cena as serious, <laughs> you know. I think yeah. Batista's even in a movie uh, coming up with um, God, who's the guy that won the Oscar? Uh, was it last year or the year before? Hmm. He's playing opposite him, so I mean, yeah, a big props to Batista, man. I think. He's probably the next one that they'll take serious. I don't think they're gonna take John serious until he makes, you know, he's in a movie where he could actually carry it. Now, this whole Peacemaker series that he's doing on HBO will be interesting. So, Suicide Squad, of course, is coming out um, in the next two months here. Uh, but HBO has already ordered two seasons of the Peacemaker series, which is the character that John Cena plays in the Suicide Squad. Hmm. So they've already ordered two seasons of it. John Cena's gonna be playing Peacemaker in these uh in this uh stuff. So he's gonna have 
some more acting credits under his belt, you know, maybe Hollywood will take him more seriously. Yeah. Depending on what the ratings for that show are gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 sound about right, man. That sounds about right. Um, do you think they they would take more John Cena more serious once he's really done with wrestling? Um, yeah. They probably will. Um, I think he was gone long enough to where he did like four or five different projects and everything. So maybe they're, you know, they take him a little bit more seriously now than they used to. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to completely take him seriously until he, you know, he kind of gives up wrestling for the most part and just, you know, goes straight Hollywood. I mean, you got to take him somewhat seriously. The man speaks like conversational Mandarin. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the perfect guy for the Chinese audience. <laughs> yeah, he's doing his thing, man. He is every every Toyota commercial comes on. I'm like, that's John Cena right there. So he, he's doing yeah. it, man. He's doing yeah. it. Uh, but you guys, man, we're gonna move on here. You guys on Talk Pro Wrestling, um, NXT. NXT was dope this past weekend. Uh, this past Tuesday, um, excuse me. Uh, Small Joe is there, like. But he's back. Uh, what's your thoughts on what's your thoughts on Joe returning back to NXT? Well, you know I'm a huge Joe fan. Yeah, you know that. You yeah. know, so it's great to see him there. Um, I am a little bit conflicted though because of how I feel about what they were doing with Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Karrion Cross's buildup is in, in the process of getting derailed. Um, and I'm not just talking about the loss on Raw. I'm talking about actually legitimately, because he came across as rather whiny the last few weeks. You know, he's he's a he's a he's still a tough guy, but he still came across as like uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he's He's better served as being that tough guy, that scary guy, as opposed to being a coward that Samoa Joe has to confront, Mm -hmm. you know? But I love Joe being back. I really do. I really do. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Like I said, I spoke on it before. I I want to see him wrestle. I want to see him wrestle. I want to see him win championships, you know, obviously something maybe preventing them from doing so right now, which is cool, but uh, yeah, man, uh, Karrion Cross, <laughs> besides the loss they, you know, took on Raw, and, and even that, man, like, he's not with Scarlet no more, like, everything is just completely derailed from, you know, his energy and the vibe that he was already, you know, sort of had, you know, it's, 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 to me, it's gone, man. If, if you don't so I was Scarlett. wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Is that a temporary thing? Uh, is something going on with Scarlet right now? Yeah, I heard that if he's coming up, she was not coming with him. Right, and that's that to me is one of the biggest mistakes they can make. Yeah, yeah. She, if they do that, <laughs> uh huh. She made his entrance though. Like she, she made his entrance. Everything yeah. from about it, you know, and from you know, and then the theme song that he has. You telling me you just walk into the ring normally and get in like it don't just work, and then you just do the little beat on your chest afterward. Like no, nah, it don't it don't even go together. It don't even go together. But, uh, no. Hey, so they gotta remember, man. And, and I'm telling people who've been in the rest of the business for 40, 50 years, so they gotta remember stuff. But they gotta remember, man, that 
you know, those entrances, those things like that, those little nuanced things make your characters. Um, perfect example of that was Aleister Black. You know, when he came out, there was an ambiance there, you know, just because of his entrance and the way he would come in. Bobby Roode with the glorious entrance. Um, and when those guys came up to the main roster, people embraced those and they were familiar with that character just by the entrance. Now, of course, the ring work and the booking made a difference later, but when you start stripping people of what makes them them before they even supplant themselves on the main roster, you're basically just making them blank and sending them up there and telling them, you know, hey, swim. Get the, get the crowd behind you. There's people who were, a lot of people who were asking, where is Scarlett? Mm-hmm. On Monday. <laughs> you know? I was one of them. I'm right behind you, man. I'm, I'm literally one of them. And then, you know, you do what he do on Monday and then turn around the next following night and you saying you basically choked out William Regal? Right. That's, that, that don't make no sense. No, it, it, it doesn't. And there were rumors, you know, out there that, you know, a lot of the people at NXT, um, as far as on the executive level, were disappointed, quote unquote, in what happened with Karrion Cross. I'm going to say, like, I bet you Triple H was furious. Yes, I believe furious. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'd be furious too. Because not only Kerry Cross, you got Chauncey Blackheart and Tegan Knox who came up on SmackDown two weeks Yeah. Ago. And yeah. now they just Knox and uh uh Chauncey. Like, yeah. come on, like I, I, I what is it? Like does Vince does not like NXT? Like he just have to drop their name when they come up, dude. Why? <laughs> so here's here's what I think is happening. You know how you like get like some ice cream and you know it's 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 your favorite flavor, but you go and you want to add some sprinkles and then you want to go add some chocolate chips and then you want to go add some whipped cream and then and you fool around and you add too much stuff mm-hmm. to where it's like you're 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 eating topics toppings and there's no flavor to it, or you kind of messed up the whole flavor of your ice cream. That's what's happening, is that they're overthinking these gimmicks as they're coming up, and they're making changes to these gimmicks that they don't need to make. Not everything has to be tweaked, but there's somebody there, we probably know who it is, who feels like this would be better if, instead of accepting it for being good as it is. And I think that's what's really happening with a lot of those call-ups from NXT. I I felt bad in a way for Ember Moon um, when they called up Shotzi and they, mm. you know, put Tegan Knox. Well, let's be real. Do we trust Tegan Knox right now? Nah. <laughs> as far as like, I'm talking about as far as like not being injured. Mm-hmm. As far as not going out there and getting injured. Do we trust her? To, to be a full-time WWE superstar on the road, because she ain't got NXT to protect her. Mm-hmm. She can't just go and, you know, home every evening and go to full sale and then, you know, come home every evening. No, now she's going to be on the road. Yeah. And that, of course, takes a toll on your body. You know, the injuries that she's had, 
do do they actually trust her to be out there? I mean, and don't get me wrong, she's in a tag team that helps a little bit. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger. I think I would have pulled the trigger on Ember first. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why they. I don't. I don't even know why they made that 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 even move. They they took Ember away from Chauncey Blackheart. You know who was a tag team in NXT and just said, "Yo, you 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 cool to NXT and just put Tegan Knox with her." So I didn't understand that. But uh, obviously lately we we have seen that. Not even just lately, just over years. Obviously, Rusev Alexander. You know, you had so many names who just yeah. they just totally changed from. You know, Rusev has just been w- one of them though. But uh, hell, uh, recently from NXT UK from um uh, what was the name? Um. Uh, her name do drop now, but I'm. She oh yeah, you talk about uh, Piper Nevin. Piper Nevin, there we go. Yes, mm-hmm. Piper Nevin, and now they just do drop. So I heard someone was like, "Yo, man, maybe they didn't have the uh, the trademark, or they couldn't call her Piper Nevin." I'm like, "Well, how long did y'all plan this for her to be?" So like, it, hey, it. But I'm I'm digging her though. You know, now I'm loving do drop. You know, but at first yeah. it was so weird. Like, why? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I, I think I know why they did it because if they would have just called her Piper Nevin, I think that would have rubbed people the wrong way because they would have started immediately being like, "Why do you have Piper Nevin paired with Eva Marie?" You know what I'm saying? I think they gave her the Dewdrop moniker just to make her seem subservient to Eva Marie, and that sounds really weird, but I think it's legit that that they wanted to distance her from her past. And just make her just a do girl, <laughs> you know, for yeah. Eva Marie right now. Um, speaking of, what are they gonna do with Alexa Bliss? Man, oh man, I I, I, I really I really don't even know, man. They brought back Lily, like <laughs> I I really don't. She she's hanging on to the fiend character. Um, this know. has gone horribly wrong. Yeah. So it, it, <laughs> it has gone it, horribly wrong. Since Bray left, and it took a whole total it is, turn. It has gone horribly wrong. What they could have done with it is not what they did with it. And you look at it, and you're like, okay, if you're going to do it, I guess go all the way out and do it. They're not doing that. Um, Alexa, as good as she is at the gimmick, she doesn't bring the same energy that Bray does. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because, and let's just be completely honest, that type of character doesn't sit as well with the fans of female wrestling. I give her, I give her an A for trying something different for female wrestlers, but her doing almost a carbon copy of the fiend gimmick is yeah. That's a no bueno. The, the part that is not, I'm not with is the magic part. Like, yeah, I, I literally thought for a minute, Alexa, for a moment, Alexa was going to get that briefcase without even climbing up that ladder. When she reached up that jump, and I, I thought something was going to move, it was going to come down to her. I was like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, <laughs> it's, it's bordering on. You know, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose territory. When you start getting into that type of stuff, yeah, I mean, I and, and this this brings up a good question. This, I think, is part of the reason that that Bray's not here. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we know he's been going through like a lot of the mental issues and everything, and there have been reports that you know they don't really have any plans for him to come back or bring him back. He's gonna be back by the end of the year. I'm not sure he's coming back as the fiend. Mm-hmm. He may be repackaging again, and as I mean, great as a character fiend was, Alexa just fiended us out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, with him, you know, sort of being the fiend, I liked when he did the dab when he went back to old Bray when he took on yeah. Braun Strowman. I would yeah. love to see that Bray, like real methodical, you know, you know, like I, I, I like it, you know, like oh yeah. But uh, hey, this new fiend thing—I don't know if WWE is trying to rekindle. I mean, I know one thing about WWE that does really well is mass wrestlers. Anybody with a mask does very, very well. So, you know, even Kane when he was, you know, wrestling, you know, the merchandise yeah. is is a really big thing, especially as far as the kids go. So, um, yeah, man, we we hopefully to see Bray Wyatt back, and you know. Hopefully they stop with the Lily thing with Alexa. Yeah, man, because it's getting real, and they ain't even done yet. Because she <laughs> oh. still has to, she still has to get into the whole Lily outfit, and oh, you know man. it's coming. Oh man, you know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. But you know we're we gonna when it comes, it comes. But we're gonna move on, you guys here on Talk Pro Wrestling. Uh, Gator, you mentioned earlier, uh, Melika Black. Um, what's your thoughts on he's on uh now in AEW now and you know feuding with Cody? Everybody feuds with Cody. I know, right? <laughs> when they come in, everybody feuds with Cody. I really think that Cody is kind of your gateway mm-hmm. <laughs> into uh AEW. Um and it's really because Cody can lose a few and be okay. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, I would rather something a little bit fresher. Um, I love, I love Tommy End. I love the Alistair Black character. I love this Malachi Black character. Um, so far, um, I don't know if this is a far enough departure from the Dark Order to not be affiliated with the Dark Order. I feel like that would have probably been a better gateway. Just bring him into the Dark Order, make him the new leader of the Dark Order. Yeah, but they, didn't say, they said they didn't want no one as the new leader, though. They didn't want I know. To, yeah. I know. So and, they, yeah. and I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I mean, I, I I don't know if Brody would have been like, oh, you don't want any. I think he would have been all for them going on with the story and, and, and pulling somebody else out there, you know? Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I think we talked about this earlier. You're, you're about to have an oversaturation of, and, and you can never add too much talent, but what type of storylines are you going to be putting out there? Because you're not going to be able to fit a, a show where you're going to have Dean uh, Ambrose and Eddie Kingston and you know, so which these are wrestlers that still have a lot of tread under the tire. Um, and Malachi Black and you, Cody still got to do his thing. The Young Bucks still got to do their thing. They're still pushing Jungle Boy somewhere. Why the hell is Darby Allen even around? I don't know. You got Sting here, whose tread is gone. You got to bring in Daniel Bryan, who bottle of the style to pop would be nice. You could do without him. God forbid you bring in CM Punk. 
So where do you have room for all of these stories? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you still got Jericho and, and MJF and all them. You will have to go with these retreads before you start honing your Jungle Boys and your Orange Cassidy's and all those kind of people up. I don't know. I feel this This feels real WCW. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. The only cool thing, you know, like Malachi Black, he's, he's awesome. Um, yeah. the, the, the promos was released before he came to AEW, which I didn't see. I saw it afterwards. So I love the yeah. storyline. I mean, the storytelling that he's doing, which is, yeah. you know, Yes, it's getting oversaturated, you know, with a lot of old WWE guys going there. You know, um, this past week we saw Chavo Guerrero, you know, we've been right. in a long time, you know, with Andrade. So, I mean, like... Andrade, that's another one I forgot. So you've got him, and these guys actually do have a lot of tread left on the tire. Mm-hmm. you got Andrade, and, I mean, you only have so many slots on your cards. Yeah. You know? And if you put, if you got too many guys then your storytelling begins to suffer. Mm. Unless you start throwing all these people in different groups and different cliques and different, you know, you know your storytelling is going to suffer. I love Malachi Black, and I think it's awesome. I just feel like they're going to get him lost on the roster because there's no room for him at the end. Mm. You know, hopefully, I mean, if he, if he was just like, not everybody's going to win the AEW title. Yeah. And I think a lot of the marks and different fans, they, they, they want to see everybody win that title that comes in from WWE. That, that'll show you, you were using him wrong. This is what he can do. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do that with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see where it goes, man. We're going to see where it goes. Oh, yeah. um, they, what they're doing right now was, you know, bringing in all these talent guys, you know, all these, you know, former talent for WWE. What they need to bring in is the guys – more, I'm not saying similar, but guys, maybe it was popular, you know, on the indies, such as you know, uh, yeah. Nick Cage. I thought Nick Cage yeah. was a very, very interesting, um, pick, you know, in this whole little, you know, thing with MJF and Jericho. Um, you know, so I, I thought it was cool, you know, we I really didn't know too much of a Nick Cage before the whole dark side of the ring, so you know, <laughs> it gives them, you know, a, a light side on it. And I think they also did it because the whole huge, um, star uh the whole huge star um uh uh new jack became after that show as yeah so you know like nick cage was you know the second one so i mean hey it was fresh it was badass you know he would have never got a shot in wwe though i know that much but yeah that's that and i think i think that was a good move see and, and you're right those guys from the indies like a um a nick cage uh although technically it's not the indies, but it's yeah. close enough. Um, you know, your Eddie Kingston's. Those people, I like having those guys on the roster. Names that everybody ain't necessarily familiar with, but who can go, who can talk, who can really elevate your show. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure Andrade is going to elevate your show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Eddie Kingston. Now. I, I kind of, you know, gravitated towards him in NWA. Right before the pandemic, I was watching NWA when it was on YouTube, and I was like, who is this kid, right? Who is this guy? You know, he's pretty cool. But, yeah, man, they they got a lot of stuff they got to work out up there, you know? Then with a new oh, yeah. show coming out on Friday nights, and, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, and they're moving at a fast pace, too, so. Yeah. Hey, 
We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Hey, yo, my man, Gator, yo, my man, Gator, man, I appreciate you joining me this week here on the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro or Wrestling. Um, man, anything you want to say, man? Anything you want to, you know, get off the chest, man, before we wrap it up and get on out of here? Man, so I will say this. There's a lot of talk right now as far as, like, did WWE make a mistake selling their, in their all their stuff over there to Peacock? Oh, because, man. you know, there was a lot of issues this week with this pay-per-view scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think they made the right move, but they were, they made the right how, Yeah, yeah. But I'm wondering how long Peacock is going to um, facilitate all of these things here. Um, how long Fox is going to facilitate WWE. There's a reason why SmackDown is the higher rated show. And that's because they're not going to let that show go down. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, Raw is the victim. Um, but man, I, I I wonder if they're sitting back like, dang, I wonder, should we have sold to Peacock? I mean, yeah, this was one pay-per-view, but I've been hearing they've been having a lot of other issues as far as like online server issues and all kinds of things. Uh-huh. So, I noticed know. like uh uh Wednesdays on like the bump, you know, it was you know some technical difficulties. Yeah. Um it got a lag with it, you know, sometimes, you know, with, with the peacock jump. Um so I, I don't know. I heard maybe you know next year they're gonna maybe sell it to Fox and Disney or no Fox and ESPN. That's uh, what I hear too. That's so, what I hear too. Which is a better fit, you know, but you know, this whole peacock thing was nothing but money. Um, so like it is 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 not great in my opinion. Is it's not all that great. No, it's not. It's not. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm wondering though what the state of WWE is going to be by the end of the year because with all of these money moves going on and them liquidating folks off the roster and all that kind of stuff, we talked about it before. They're looking like they want to sell it, mm-hmm. and I wonder. <laughs> if yeah. they're gonna sell it, yeah, hopefully not. But time will tell, man. Time yeah. indeed will tell, man. Because if if they will, you'll be well, we will be talking about it right back here on the podcast, man. Exactly, are. man. Exactly. <laughs> sell it and put Triple H in charge of the uh, creative, exactly, and everything, and just let it go, man. He's doing a, a fabulous job with NXT, so. Him yeah. and Shawn Michaels and, and uh, Road Dog. Yeah, DX running NXT. Yeah, <laughs> Down I, know, there, right? so. I know, right? Otherwise, <laughs> NXT is a, is a good show and have good wrestling. Right. Exactly, man. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're killing it right now. Yeah, they sure are. They sure are. And they just announced that NXT TakeOver 36 will take place tonight after SummerSlam, in which this is going to be very interesting because usually SummerSlam takes place on Sunday and TakeOver is that Saturday. So right. this is going to be very interesting. Very so interesting. This, that makes you wonder, though, what's the actual pecking order right now as far as, like, the most popular show? Because right. if you're – because they've been talking about, oh, we're going to do SummerSlam on a Saturday night. They've been talking about that for years. Well, they're finally gonna do it, but then you're gonna put in NXT on Sunday, the traditional? Huh, you're supposed to end with the the main event, not have the main event and then something else. We all know throughout the big four, NXT always steals the show. Yeah. Probably besides WrestleMania, NXT always steals it. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting, man. You got a lot of things that are shaking right now um, on NXT. You know, from everything that Bronson Reed not doing that whole thing to you know what's going on with Isaiah Swerve shot uh, Scott and Hitchrow, and you know you got a lot of things going on over there, man. I, I, I like it. They're, they're doing some Raquel Gonzalez is killing it. Hey, man, I think they're they've got some real heavy hitters in NXT right now. Yeah, they do. Loving what Hit Row doing right now. Hit Row, loving it. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, she killing it. She almost, you know, broke Zaylee ribs this past week on uh, NXT. Everything, man, from MSK to Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher, Bronson Reed. Like, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. NXT, oh yeah, this thing, man. doing this thing. Oh yeah. Yo, man, Gator, man, I appreciate you once again, man, for stopping past here, man. And, you know, always being a, a message away, or you know, just to, you know, come on, come on the podcast, man, to chat wrestling. Oh yeah, man, I definitely it. anytime. You know, this is the only time I really get to do a lot of talking about wrestling. <laughs> so you know, I love talking about. It. You know, I've been a fan for years and years, man, and, and and I love talking wrestling with somebody like you who knows they wrestling, who's been a fan of it for years, who's been on the other side of the coin when it comes to like. You know, um, even talking to people, interviewing people, you know, knowing what it means, all these smart terms and things like that, man. You know, the fandom has evolved. <laughs> I'll just say that, you know. Yeah, it really has. I like man. to be talking to people who've evolved with it. <laughs> yeah, it really has. Man, it's been awesome, man. It's been fun, man. Appreciate you, Gator, man, for joining me this week, man. Hey, no problem, man. Anytime, y'all know. Y'all see me, Gator Live underscore Down 5, man. Come, come holler at me. Go host of the Down 5 podcast. Go host of the Dope Discussions with Erica podcast. Both of them killing it. Come see me. You know it, you guys. Yo, Gator Live, man. I appreciate you joining me this week here on the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling, man. Awesome time, man. Each and every week, each and every time that I'm joining you or you joining me here on the podcast, man, I always be tongue-tied and I always be so excited, man. Each and every show, this was awesome. Another banger in the books, you guys. Once again, shout out to my man Gator Live, the co-host of the Dope Discussions with Erica podcast, you guys. Go check them out. All new episodes, you guys. Sundays, you know, check them out. Go follow them and follow my man uh, Gator Live with the Down 5 podcast. Go check them out, man. They do they damn thing, man. So, yes, man. Gator Live always bring in his... Um, good expertise man and great knowledge you know <laughs> into the podcast on talk pro wrestling so i love it man i love it but you guys man like i said it is friday you guys and the weekend is upon us you guys last friday you guys man around this time you know i was on my way to richmond virginia this week you know i'm i'm laid back man i'm chilling you know hey I'm chilling with you guys, man. Uh, we go, we're gonna see what's gonna happen tonight on SmackDown, you guys. The second place from two locations tonight, yes, yes, man. One is gonna be in Miami, Florida, at some type of festival thing they got going on. Where Carmella will defend her SmackDown Women's Championship against, oh, excuse me, Bianca Belair will defend her SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, man. Really? <laughs> what I've been drinking. <laughs> uh, uh, Bianca Belair is going to defend her title against Carmella 
for the SmackDown Women's Championship, you guys, in Miami. Two matches supposed to take place from there tonight. That's going to be awesome to see. And also, SmackDown will take place from Cincinnati, Ohio. So it's going down, man. It is going down tonight on SmackDown, you guys. John Cena is going to be in the house, like I said earlier, with Gator Live WWE release the Summer of Cena schedule. So, you know... We're going to see, you know, where, where it goes. You know, I think summer ends like two weeks before they come here in D.C. September 11th. So, man, I want to see Cena. I ain't seen Cena in a minute. <laughs> I'm like a big kid all over again, man. What a time to be a wrestling fan. But, yeah, man, like, he's going to confront Roman Reigns tonight on SmackDown to see where that goes. You know, he kind of like jab at him on Raw. My man, Tribal Chief ain't letting that. What? What? Well, you got to get through the Usos first before you get through the Tribal Chief. <laughs> My man, Us, Us, both of them, SmackDown Tag Team Champs, seven-time SmackDown Tag Team Champs. You got to go through the Us, Us first, man. This bloodline run thick, man, for real. <laughs> it's going down on SmackDown for real tonight, you guys. Check it out, man. I will be checking it out. Also, you guys, man, for my Impact Wrestling fans, I ain't leaving you guys out. Hope you guys checked out Slammiversary, man. I'm about to get into it. I'm about to check, catch up on it, you guys, right before SmackDown comes on, for real, because uh, Jay White, part of the Bullet Club over in New Japan Pro Wrestling, made his shocking debut in Impact um, Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, uh, last Saturday. We seen Mickey James make her return to Impact, and you see that's where she, you know, it seems to be accepted well there and uh, just can't get it right. Can't get the ball right with WWE. So, man, Mickey James, one of my favorite wrestlers, second favorite women wrestler of all time. I'll never forget the matchup they had at WrestleMania 22. When I say they, I mean Trish Stratus and Mickey James and man, oh, man. But, yeah, Trish Stratus and Mickey James, man, proud to see her back in uh, Impact, you guys. Um, the fans are returning everywhere as far as MLW Ring of Honor. I can't wait, you guys. Huge news that I think AEW is supposed to be working with New Japan, uh, Ring of Honor, you know, just everything, man. Like, what a time to be a wrestling your wrestling fan, you guys. I'm excited. I know you guys are excited, you guys, because, man, it's the weekend, and I'm about to go ahead and relax and chill, you guys. I'm about to head on out of here, you guys. But before I do, you guys, you know what time it is, you guys. Don't forget to follow The 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter, at The 1130 Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at the 1130 podcast, like the 1130 podcast on Facebook. So basically, yes, follow the 1130 podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know it. <laughs> and also, you guys, subscribe to the 1130 podcast on YouTube. Yes, leave a comment, like it, share it. Yes, man, for real, it really, really helps, man really helps and try to get the 1130 podcast up up and out there even more shout out to the dirty hills man you know this podcast is always approved by dirty hills you dig man and also you guys I, I, just to let you know you guys um the 1130 podcast apparel you guys with all new uh t-shirts gear all that you guys it's coming soon so be on the lookout follow the 1130 podcast on social media so you can be able to get your t-shirt you guys if you support the 1130 podcast 
get your t-shirt man for real the 1130 podcast of pearl is coming soon you guys yes if you would like to be a guest here on the podcast email me. that's the 1130 podcast at gmail.com or just dm me on social media so we can work man for real you know how we get down man yes and also you guys man Tune in to the 1130 Podcast main show this coming Wednesday, you guys. I got an all-new cool guest, you guys. You don't want to miss it, man. Live on streaming. Streaming, you guys. Streaming. Streaming on EV Radio, you guys. And YouTube at 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't want to miss it, man. Download the free EV Radio app now. Yo, what a show, man. What a, what a show. Summertime. It's hot out here. (laughs) As you can see, man, I was looking for my shades today, man. I ain't even find my shades. At least the ones I wanted to wear. But I just say, hey, forget about it, man. Everybody was like, man, you always do your shoulders, your shades. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And some people can see me right now. like, I know why you do it. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm about to head on out of here. Yo, man, for real. Uh, stay blessed. Stay safe out there, you guys, man. It's- Wow, some weird times, but yes, man, stay safe, stay blessed, man, and give all the glory to God, you guys, man, trust the process, the process is what it's all about, trust the process, you guys, yo, it's your man Dre, aka Dre on wheels, and I'm out. I'm from the city, yeah. D.C., that's where I'm from, 1130 podcast, Dre on wheels, he is the one, let's get it, yeah.